right, everybody. We are holy shit an entire hour. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a clap, Ryan. <laughs> this is gonna be a short. This is gonna be a short one this week. A full fifty-four minutes into recording, and you say it's gonna be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. Uh, 55, 56 minutes in, and uh, we're going to get started. Uh, tonight, we're going to be drinking a barrel pick from my second favorite Indiana distillery, uh, behind Spirits of French Lick. All right. MGP's in there somewhere. Doesn't matter. Tonight, we're going to be drinking some Starlight. Uh, we're going to be drinking a barrel pick of their Barrel Proof Rye Whiskey. Uh, this one comes in at 113.6. It was selected by Lebanon Wine and Spirits. Uh, hey, I know another barrel that's coming in from Lebanon Wine and Spirits. Should be this week. Possibly. Might be this week. Yeah. I didn't tell you all that, but it's Buffalo, true. Buffalo Trace pick? Because if so, cool. If not, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big BT head myself. <laughs> okay. So anyway, this is referred to as golden rye. Look at that. 007. Now, if right I'm there. reading that label, that's a 10. That is a 10. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, I don't know the mash bill. Um, didn't look it up. I don't remember what the price was. Probably, let's go, let's say 65. It's probably 65. Uh, yeah, what do you think of that label? Uh, well, again, the golden rye, it's a 10. I love the golden wax on this and all the golden accents to it. I think that Starlight looks pretty good. It's a pretty good looking bottle. Uh, if basic, um, the overall bottle doesn't wow you like the bottle shape and everything. The overall label shape is very standard, just your rectangle, you know, but, um, and, and also the star symbol is not that, but again, it's one of those things that's greater than some of its parts. No individual element is outstanding, but I think it all combines to make a, a solid label. If nothing else, the one knock I'm going to give on it is. It doesn't have a very consistent font choice throughout. It's kind of all over the place with its font. Um, seems like they're still feeling out exactly what the branding looks like, but I think it still looks okay, and it's still easy to tell any of the Starlight bottles. Um, yeah. I don't have them memorized of what they are, but they're color-coded, and they look nice together on a shelf, and the colored wax is always a good touch. Um a lot of that stuff is not the label, though. So I'm just going to be giving this one a six. I think it's above average. doesn't look bad. But it, it has a wasted go of still, I think, maybe feeling out its way for what they want the ultimate feel of the bottle to be. Cool. Yeah, I think that's fair. Ryan, anything you want to add? Another green facing for rye whiskey. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Ryan, do you guys get Starlight up there? I have not seen it. But I'll keep an eye on it. It's not something that I've seen, though. It probably wouldn't be a corporate store. I would oh. 
it would be at a Benny's if it was going to be up there. It would, it would probably be at a Benny's, I would guess. And of course, family owned liquor stores would have access to it at least. Yeah. Uh, have you, either of you ever had Starlight before? Anything from them? I have not. I've been tempted by so many yeah. of their bottles, though, because they sound delicious. Like mm-hmm. the different casks that they're finished in have always sounded super appealing to me. But I've not jumped on one just yet. Okay. Well, what do you say we, we give it a, a try? Let's do it. I'm good. I'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very minty. Well, that was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, very minty. Get a little clove on it, too. And the color is very dark. It seems like a very thick whiskey. Well, I mean, again, it's 113.6, so it's not a low proof. Um, I get a lot of honey. Shocking, right? Like, it's called golden rye for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I get I some caramel. <laughs> <laughs> I get caramel and I get vanilla. Uh, a little, oak. little bit. Of, I get some, get some cherry. Definitely some cherry. <laughs> we should just give the same tasting notes for every bottle going forward vanilla caramel oak and just and do like varying degrees of enthusiasm when we say it it turns out all these episodes we've just been hearing what ryan's upper lip smells like (laughs) it's like mm, definitely clove (laughs) i do get some cherry though (laughs) <laughs> I fucking hate you so bad sometimes <laughs> Cheers Cheers Wow Interesting flavor right off the bat I get Baking spices Right away But the baking spices that I get Are unusual ones I would say like I get like Pepper And like the type of baking spices that you throw into like weirder dishes, <laughs> like not the not the traditional stuff you bake. This is like you walk into the kitchen, you're like, you making some, some dillweed, <laughs> you making some Turkish shit. What is going on in here? <laughs> that kind of thing. Because it's it's like flour you'll taste and and pepper and. Yeah, maybe some dillweed or thyme, stuff like that. Sage. There's weird notes to it that's like earthy to it. Um, more of something you'd expect from a wine, I would think. The thing I can't like that, and I don't mean this in a negative way when I say I can't get over. Like it, it's a. I'm not going to go into whether it's positive or negative, but I will say that the thing that I am shocked by is how dry it is like it's a really 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 dry whiskey in my opinion yeah it's it's sweet though too like yeah when you first try it it's very sweet and decadent and then it that baking spice comes in the back of the throat and then it's just a very pretty long finish for me Mm mm-hmm 
And and yeah. you know it's a right. There's no there's no. It's not a subtle right. No. Still very sweet though. Maybe it's that mint I was talking about. I ate a lot of mint throughout it. The nose, the palate, even the you know the back end. It's not overly sweet, but it's you get that nice little mint flavor. I like it a lot. I could brush my teeth with this, dude. I wouldn't recommend it, though. <laughs> not its intended purpose. <laughs> Ryan, how are your anal fissures doing? <laughs> it's been a lot better the last few years, dude. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little blood from time to time still, but, you know, whatever. Well, who, who doesn't? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, there's nothing worse than just, you know, taking a dump and then there's blood just dripping out of your asshole. Making a little splash noise on the water. <laughs> I don't know why this podcast hasn't taken off, you guys. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> hey, play, play Prison Sex by Tool. Prison <laughs> <laughs> Sex by Tool. Amazon Music. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We can't have copyright infringement. Otherwise, we're not. We're not how, we can't monetize this. Yeah. We won't be able to monetize. If, if. No, no one wants to hear about the murder scene in my toilet. That was. Well, you got to leave that in. <laughs> leave that in. Just take the prison sex song out of it. Yeah. Man, did I not get like the the pink shirt memo today? You guys could have at least told me. You know what? Just go back to the shit talk if that's the kind of <laughs> level of content we're going to have. Seriously. That's like the <laughs> that's the lamest uh, corporate joke that is well, Ryan's, Ryan's, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off because I was wearing a pink shirt yesterday. Ryan's got an office job now, Dan. So you have to forgive him that he's just we've heard these jokes a million times in our lives at this point. Ryan's just trying to catch up because up until now he's been <laughs> no, riffraff out on the streets. No, no dude, I've I've rehearsed, I've rehearsed, I've rehearsed, uh, I rehearsed this conversation over and over about thirteen <laughs> times actually <laughs> to make sure it was that result. <laughs> so sh- <laughs> shout out to a new show that's out called The Rehearsal. It's a Nathan Fielder show, and it's the first episode blew my mind. I have not watched the second yet, but yeah, yeah, the, the, the first, first one was one. better. You should definitely check it out, Dan. If you got H, you have HBO, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should check it out. The rehearsal. It's the guy that did Nathan for you, which I think you watched some he did of. What? Yeah, he did Nathan for you. He was the guy we were talking about the Instagram photos. Oh, oh okay. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Called the rehearsal. So, yeah, and he basically helps people out who've been avoiding something. So you just have to watch it. it Essentially, the guy rehearses the conversation he's going to have with his friend about something he's been lying about for like 12 years. And it's you need to know that it's real. It's like a hidden camera (laughs) show. Okay. He just finds weird people on Craigslist (laughs) and shit like that. And then he puts them in weird scenarios. This episode, Dan, he (laughs) you meet the guy that the first episode's about. You know, he agrees to be on the show, but. Nathan Fielder was like, so do you remember that that gas leak you had that we someone came in and checked out a, a whole team of people? He's like, oh, yeah, they checked out my stove. He's like, no, it was my crew. They covertly filmed the layout of your apartment. And Nathan Fielder 
built a, not him, but HBO built a set replica of the guy's apartment. They found out like, wow. in his bookcase, they found out what books he had. And in their set, you can even see how he has like, you know, books that have like a piece of paper wrapped around them. And then he has written the name of each book. So he goes in and makes like an anecdote about one of the books he has by like walking over to it and pulling the exact one and going like, huh, you know, he like makes some sort of like quip about it that he had practiced ahead of time just to give this guy an example of what he could do for him <laughs> to prepare for this thing he wants to do. Okay. It's next well, level it, shit. It's like a social experiment, man. It's, it blew my mind. I was trying to explain it to, to Mahin. She's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about until she started watching. She's like, okay, now it makes sense. Uh, I have a wild story real quick for you guys. So, about tortoises? No, unrelated. Damn it. <laughs> but I, uh, Ooh, shit. This is crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Paul Sorvino died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew that. Okay. I was going to say, take, take, take your time, look him up, Dan. But <laughs> I, I, I saw a thing about it earlier today. Got it. So, Paul Sorvino died. Separate from that, me and some friends uh, have had this joke for a while. We watch shitty movies all the time. Somehow, one night, we were looking up a movie called... Uh, uh, well, we were looking at this movie that we had just watched. And we were like, what are some of these actors in now? We came across Paul Sorvino for some reason. We saw him in an upcoming movie on IMDb called My Jurassic Place. And we're like, what the fuck is that? We look it up, and it's this weird movie that looks like some like German project... That's clearly just like Paul Sorvino is like the main guy in it. Uh, they're like using Paul Sorvino as some sort of weird kind of B-list actor to kind of like get the movie made. One of those kind of scenarios. It's not, it's just this weird project. It's just bizarre. We haven't thought about it in years, but at the time we were like, oh man, if that ever comes out, we got to check this out. Because it's, if you look up the movie, it's very weird looking. It's very low budget looking. And you're like, some weirdo German guy made this. We forget about it. Then last night we were watching another movie and we thought about my Jurassic place all of a sudden for the first time in a while. And I was like, whatever happened to that movie? I wonder if it ever came out. I was, I couldn't even remember Paul Sorvino's name last night. Um, but then eventually I was like, Oh, that's who it was. It was Paul Sorvino. We look it up again. My Jurassic place still hasn't come out. And it was last talked about in like 2018 so that must have been when we last talked about it. we're like holy shit it's been longer than we thought and it still says it's filming on imdb we're trying to figure out if this movie's ever going to come out what happened to it just out of just morbid curiosity of this weird project we're trying to think of the best way we can possibly like just ask somebody involved with the project if it still exists we ended up landing on we looked for paul sorvino on um on cameo Last night, I was just going to ask him on cameo. He doesn't have you a cameo. You sent him a picture of your taint. He doesn't have he a died. No, not quite. But he doesn't have a cameo. However, his wife does. Dee Dee Sorvino. I sent her a request last night for a cameo. And I'm basically, I'm, I'm saying it's for my friend Dylan who wasn't there with us. And we thought it'd be a funny, like, video to show him. And I said, uh, you know... Uh, my friend Dylan was looking forward to my Jurassic. Oh, by the way, I should mention Paul Sorvino was 
going to like star in it. And also Dee Dee herself, as probably as like a favor to Paul because he was doing this as a favor, Dee Dee was going to be like a co-star. So she was going to be in it as well. Um, and I said, my friend Dylan was looking forward to My Jurassic Place. Any updates on it? Can we watch it somewhere? And we were all laughing about it. Ha ha, funny, blah, blah, blah. Then today at work, I see the headline that, it, oh, by the way, I paid an extra 80 cents on top of her only $9 charge for a cameo because, I mean, it's D.D. Servino. <laughs> but I paid an extra 80 cents for a 24-hour response because that was offered. And I saw that Paul Servino died, and I immediately took like took a snapshot of that headline, and I sent it to my friends, and I was like, I don't think we're going to get the 24-hour turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> And we were all laughing about it. It was insane. I was like, oh my God. When I first saw on my Google news feed, Paul Sorvino, I was like, oh great. Google's listening again. Then I saw he died today. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and my buddy Charlie was like, dude, you, Dan and Ryan are just the harbingers of death. <laughs> and I was like, who should we request a cameo from next? <laughs> <laughs> So, gentlemen, hey, what do you say we go ahead and rate this son of a bitch? Let's do it. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'll be short and sweet. I really like, I I know you guys, I don't think, got it as much as I did, but it's very minty. And I've been on a mint kick lately, a couple of mint chocolate chip milkshakes at Baskin Robbins that are like $10 for a small now, by the way, but that's a different issue. <laughs> Um, for a small size. It was just really good. No, no, really let's complex. stay on this for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good, though. Very complex. Those baking spices you talked of, Stephen, and then the sort of decadent that I get when I first drink it is really nice, and then it changes to a long finish with those baking spices. First time I've ever had this stuff. Um, I think the color on the, on the juice is great, too. And... Um, I really wish I didn't have some ice, but I don't know if you guys have tried it with ice. I'm interested to see what it would taste like, what flavors it would bring out, but I'm going to go solid 8.0. I thought it was really good. Um, the proof is just perfect. I don't, I think if they went a little higher with it, you'd sort of get that more methane taste to it. But I, I think this is a really good bourbon or rye, excuse me. If that was the short and sweet version. That was. What, what was the extended version like? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Okay. <laughs> but I, on a separate note too, I've had like two of these bottles in the last like month, probably. Yeah. It's just a good, I know we've reviewed it before, but that's a good bottle, man. Yeah. For the price. And for the audio listeners, well, that was Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Just a good bottle. No one ever talks about it except us. <laughs> that's true. Don't worry. In a few years, Fred Minnick will catch on and all of a sudden it'll be his bourbon of the year. Yes, it will. <laughs> It depends how much they're paying him. Yeah. But we do what a job. Free. Critics who sell out. That might be the best job ever. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait till we can sell out. Jesus. That'll be nice. Buck 50. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's yours. <laughs> uh, Steven, I'll, you want to go next or you want me to? Yeah, I'll give it an 8.0. Wow. Two uh, 8.0s. Yep. I will. Uh, I'm giving it an 8.0 because... I think it's it's really really good. It, honestly, it's the it's one of the best 
barrel picks I've had in recent memory. Uh, it's not the best because that one is still, we're still waiting on that one to come in. But um, it's one of the best barrel picks I've had in recent memory. Very good. A lot of, like I said the, earlier, I like baking spices in my bourbon. And I think that this had a bribe, sorry, but it has such interesting baking spices that it, that comes out. A lot of times we're always talking about the same baking spices. This one, when I, I still think it tastes like baking spices, but again, it's maybe not the baking that you do at home, uh, but they're all different, interesting notes. And the dryness to me is there, like you talked about, um, but I don't think it's unpleasant. Uh, maybe if I had like multiple pours of this in a row, it would kind of get old. I I agree with Ryan. It may be interesting with a um, an ice cube, but really, I mean, I would try this in anything because it's just super solid. Um, the nose, I didn't. We didn't talk too much about the nose, other than some quick talking about it. it. Smelled like mint, and we made the joke about it. it's all those typical notes. But it is really pleasant. I'll go back and say as well. I think the whole experience is pretty pleasant. Um, I really have nothing bad to say about it, but uh, I didn't love it enough to give it anything over the eight, but I think it definitely deserves an eight. Yeah, so um, I've been on the fence on where I was going to rate it. Uh, four different points. So let me let me talk through it, and I'll see if I settle on one of those four or where I'm at on one of those four. Um I think it's a fantastic whiskey. Um, I think that Starlight is one of my very favorite small craft distilleries in the country. Uh, they put out fantastic whiskey, just fantastic whiskey. Everything they do is really, really good, super underrated. And this is exactly what I would expect for them to put out. Now, understand that this is probably a year and a half old. Okay. So like, like this is not recent. It's, it's, I've had it for quite a while. Um, and that doesn't, that's not a pro. That's not a con. It's just, it, I'm just putting it out there that if you wanted this particular exact bottle, you're not going to find it anywhere at this point. Um, I think that this particular barrel pick and Starlight as, as a whole is a fantastic bottle. It's complex. It's, you know, it's a rye. That's right up front. And I don't think that the dryness is a negative. It's, it's really dry, but I don't think of that as a negative in, for this particular bottle. It just is what it is. And I'm going to go with and 8.1 i was going to go between us i was going to go with 7 8 7 9 8.0 or 8.1 and y'all both went with eight so i'm going with an 8.1 it's going to for me yeah and it if you see a starlight bottle and you have not had a starlight bottle grab that starlight bottle it's they're they're a great distillery Another 
And so far, just so you know, she's not fulfilled it, but she has another, <laughs> she has another like two hours before it was 24 hours. <laughs> you should just, you should leave a bad review. <laughs> like what in the fuck? I don't know. Who knows what D.D. Sorvino was doing on July 25th of 2022, but apparently it was more important than my request. <laughs> That I paid an extra 80 cents for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>